All right, well, uh, having lots of issues this morning, the internet decided to cut out last second, so we are just gonna go with this and hopefully this works okay. I just on Facebook couldn't get YouTube to work, but we will work through that some other time. I, yeah, again, months and months and never ceases to uh, fail, it seems. I, internet cuts out at the last second here, but I'm glad you're with me. Thanks for hanging in there this morning on a beautiful Tuesday morning I, as we come together to open God's word today. Just wanted to open with a word of prayer and then we'll, we'll sit and think on God's, God's word together this morning. So would you pray with me? Source of wisdom, our souls cry and praise our souls cry praise and thanksgiving to you for your divine guidance through your word. Help us to continue to abide in your word through the power of your indwelling spirit. We long to manifest your light to those in darkness this day. Glory be to God. Amen. And so our uh, first reading this morning comes from Psalm 77. Psalm 77, verses 10 to 15. <clears throat> then I thought, to this I will appeal, the years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your miracles of long ago. I will meditate on all your works and consider all your mighty deeds. Your ways, O God, are holy. What God is so great as our God? You are the God who performs miracles. You display your power among the peoples. With your mighty arm, you redeemed your people, the descendants of Jacob and Joseph. And uh, yeah, if you've been around me at all over the past quite a few years now, you'll know that I always like to draw our attention to that phrase, with a mighty hand and outstretched arm. That phrase that recounts God's salvation, God's work in the exodus of leading, leading the people of Israel out of Egypt, out of slavery. As you read through the Psalms in particular, but, but so many places in the Old Testament, as you read through as scripture, you will see over and over and over again that phrase or something like it. Uh, here it just says, with your mighty arm, you redeemed your people. Often it's with an outstretched hand, an outstretched arm, and with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm is, is the phrase. Recounting God's reaching in. I just love that phrase because it's a reminder to us that God is at work, that God has his hand on our lives, that God has his hand in the world. I think that's what, what appeals to me so much is, is just the physicality of it, that in fact, it's God's right hand that holds us. It's God's right hand that delivers us and, and saves us. You know, it's not something distant or, or something, you know, far off. But God draws near. God draws close to us. 
So whenever you see that, that phrase or hear that phrase with a mighty hand and outstretched arm or, or something like that, do what the psalmist is encouraging us to do here, to remember, to look back, because that's supposed to be a phrase, a, you know, words that trigger memories, words that cause us to, to think, words that should make us stop, reflect on all that God has done for us. We need that. We need to do that. I know these past few months as we've been dealing with this pandemic, it's easy just to get focused on that, to get focused on, uh, you know, maybe fear or worry about what the future holds, you know, what is life going to look like in, in the coming weeks? What's life going to look like in the fall? Uh, you know, everything else, all those unknowns that we have. You know, we're called not to look to the unknowns, but to look to the known. The psalmist invites us to remember, to recall all that God has done for us. Verse 12 here, he says, I will meditate on all your works and consider your mighty deeds. That word meditate is an invitation to stop, an invitation to slow down, to reflect, to listen. You know, oftentimes now, uh, you know, meditation is thought of, of just kind of clearing your mind, emptying your mind. But in a biblical, a Christian worldview, it's not, you know, em trying to empty our mind completely, having a blank space. Because that's not what we're called to. We as followers of Jesus are called to have a renewed mind, a transformed mind by the Spirit. And so as, as the scripture says, meditate, you know, it's not talking, clear out your mind so that there's nothing in it. It's a call to stop, to slow down, to think on God, to think on his word, to think on his presence, to think on all that he's done for you, the giving of his son, Jesus, the greatest gift of, of salvation, the greatest gift of, of deliverance. So with that, maybe we'll uh, turn over to Luke chapter 2, hearing uh, of God giving his son Jesus for us. We, we continue in this story early on in Jesus' life as Mary and Joseph come to the temple. They present Jesus as all good Jewish parents would have done. Uh, yesterday we heard of, of Simeon who had been waiting for the consolation of Israel. He was waiting for Israel's salvation to come. He saw Jesus. He was moved in his spirit and he praised God. Today we pick up that story, Luke 2, starting at verse 33. It says, The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. That's Jesus. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, this child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will pierce his own, uh, his own soul too. There was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was very old. 
She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage and then was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshiped night and day, fasting and praying. Coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Israel. When Joseph and Mary had done everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth, and the child grew and became strong. He was filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. And I won't reflect too long. I've kind of lost track of time where we're at here uh, this morning with the technical issues and getting started late and everything else. But uh, yeah, I won't reflect too long on this other than the fact that uh, this, this prophecy was spoken over, over Jesus, the child Jesus, of all that he was going to do, destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against. So that hearts of many or the thoughts of many hearts are revealed. It's an interesting phrase, a sign that will be spoken against. And, and we see that prophecy still coming true today. There's, there's nothing more offensive to the world view than the name of Jesus. Because he causes the falling and the rising of many. going to just leave it there just give you a little taste there because i don't want to get go too deep into this because that's going to yeah that's going to take far too long this morning but but just think on that that uh, the name of jesus is is uh, given and it says that he's a sign that will be spoken against a sign that will be spoken against that causes offense to many I promise I'll stop you. Yeah. <laughs> I want to keep going, but that's going to open a rabbit trail and yeah, we're going to be here forever. But think on that uh, today, the offense that Jesus causes, not needless offense, but the offense that disturbs us, disturbs our comfortability, disturbs our pride, disturbs our power as Jesus is our ruler and authority. Would you pray with me this morning? Heavenly Father, we thank you for the giving of your son, Jesus, who does disturb us. It's an odd thing to say or be thankful for, but we thank you that, that you, through, through the gift of your Holy Spirit, are, are disturbing us, are stirring us up, are causing us to, to fall before you, to worship you. We pray, Lord, that you would continue to fill us with your Spirit, that you would continue to fix our thoughts, our minds, our attitudes, our hearts on you. That we would love you, we would serve you above all else. Lord, we pray that nothing else would have your place in our lives. We declare with the psalmist this morning that Oh God, who, who is there like you? There are no other gods like you. Bring to mind today the ways that you've been present to us, how you've been near to us, 
how you've worked your good, your life, your salvation in our lives. Remind us of all that you have done, how you've been near to us even when we have drawn away from you, how you continually call us back, showing us your grace, your favor and mercy that's new every day. And so, Lord Jesus, it's in your name that we're gathered and in your name that we are bold to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. So as we close this morning, just wanted to share these two watchwords, these two uh, short verses for us to think on. The first one from Jeremiah 2, verse 17. It says, Have you not brought this upon yourself by forsaking the Lord your God while he led you in the way? And then from John 8, 31, Jesus said, If you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples. So thanks for uh, joining me, putting up with a few technical issues. We'll try to get that uploaded to YouTube and everything else and work through a few things for tomorrow again. But uh, yeah, so good to be with you this morning. Uh, so good. I, I cherish this time. Uh, we'll be back here tomorrow morning at 8.30. Just a note on worship on Sunday, I guess, before I let you go. I'll do this every day this week. Uh, yeah, so you hear it multiple times. Uh, we're going to do just one service on Sunday. We'll try that this week. It's, uh, yeah, for the next few weeks, it'll probably be a series of trials and errors and see what works and, and everything else. But this Sunday, uh, June 21st, uh, one service at 11 a.m. There's no need to do reservations. We're going to do 30 upstairs and 30 downstairs on a screen. So, uh, yeah, you can just show up and we'll, we'll direct you where you need to go when you get to the building on Sunday. We'd love to worship with you. Uh, be together uh, worshiping God. So thanks for, for this this morning. Uh, blessings on your day as you go about serving the Lord with glad and joyful hearts. I'll see you tomorrow morning.